welcome again to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our presiding minister is Reverend Deborah Muter, music by Aaron Smith. The following was recorded November 8th, 2020. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus is speaking. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, no, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while, they had went, and while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. Now, if this were a hellfire and brimstone kind of church, this would be a good Sunday to get the job done, wouldn't it? Yes, she already is on it. And I will tell you, I started with that last night for the service, and someone afterwards said, please let me know ahead of time if it's going to be hellfire and brimstone, because I'm not going to be here. Some people, and, and I want to tell you, some people have heard enough of those already in their lives. And um, as one, pa one pastor I know, in fact, a, pa a pastor, I, I'm going to go ahead and quote her. I'm not going to get it exactly right, but some of you know Alice Smith, who's now a pastor. She said, before they came here, they had already had the, you know what, scared out of them in other churches. And then they came here and found out that Jesus loves them. Uh, in a new way that they never understood before. So I'm going to start with the end today, okay? And the end is always what? Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. His blood has washed away clean all of our sins. We are forgiven. We got those tickets for heaven in our hands, actually on our foreheads right here, right? The cross marked forever. And we're good to go. In the meantime, Jesus has some things for us to be looking at and taking care of here and now. And that is how it works. God is not to be uh, messed with. We take this seriously. We don't just say, oh, I'm forgiven. I'm going to heaven. I'm all set. We say, I'm forgiven. I'm all set. Thank you, God. What should I do now? And here it is, all right? Ten bridesmaids. Ten young women who are, have a job to do, as I talked about a little bit with the girls here. They're supposed to have their lamps ready because the lamps were needed 
to light the party because wedding parties in, the old, in Bible times, old and new, went on for days. They were a big, big deal. So anytime you hear about a wedding party in the Bible, think God's eternal party that he's got planned for us. And I mean that in a good way. A really great celebration that we get to be a part of. In Matthew 24 and 25, there's a little homework assignment for you. Go home and read, or as I often tell you, listen to Matthew 24 and 25, Bible Gateway. The nice man will be happy to read the NIV version to you. I enjoy listening to him because I hear it better than I do read it. That's just the way my mind works. But chapter 24 begins with Jesus coming out of, this is a whole section together, coming out of the temple, and his disciples are pointing out the beautiful big buildings all that make up the temple grounds. And Jesus says, you see all these huge buildings and these huge stones? They're all going to get thrown down. There won't be one left on top of the other. Disciples want to know, when and how will we know that that's coming? They want in on that information. And Jesus says, the end times will come. Are you going to be ready? He's not concerned about telling them exactly when. He even says, at some point, he says, I don't even know exactly. That's just up to the Father. I just know it's my job to tell you and your job to be ready all the time. And watch out. There are all kinds of people out there, and I'll add to this, even other Christian people who will lead you astray, sometimes with the best possible intentions, by telling you, basically, you got to make this work yourself. Jesus has done the work. He was working with his smaller group, his disciples, as he was teaching them that there'll be fighting within families. There'll be persecution. There'll be false messiahs and false prophets pointing to those messiahs. The coming of the Son of Man will happen. And the key word that we're going to hear about these next few weeks, <clears throat> excuse me, as we go through Matthew 25 and always through Advent is watch, keep awake, pay attention, right? Are you paying attention? Good job. Okay. And it goes through chapter 25. This week and the next two weeks, chapter 25 is just going to go in three big sections. Just like that, we're going to hear the whole thing. So stay with me, whether you're here in person or watching on video, and hear all of Matthew 25. And when you live in Fort Wayne and you hear Matthew 25, if you're like me, the first thing you think of is not necessarily the book of the Bible, right? You think, oh, wait, there's a clinic downtown, a medical and dental clinic that people can go to if they need help, okay? Why? Well, read the end of Matthew 25 and you'll know why, or be here for sure in two weeks and you'll hear it again. So that's those two chapters. It's all about waiting and watching and being prepared every single day. And I really like what I started a little bit with the girls, the illustration of how we take care of ourselves every day. Think about this, and especially for those of you who have curly hair. I just don't think I'll brush my hair for the next two weeks. I'm going to wait two weeks and just give it a real good brushing at the end. How is that going to work, straight or curly hair? Not good. I can see, especially those of you with long hair going, not good. Or your teeth, you know, why brush them every day or a couple times a day? Why don't you just wait once a week and give them a real good scrub? That's not how it works, right? I am not recommending that. As well as any other thing that we do on a regular basis, taking care of our physical bodies, our mental bodies, our, our, our minds, right? The mental part of our body, 
You want to be doing something on a regular basis to keep yourself in good shape, as we say. It doesn't have to be that you can run a marathon, but you know that if you get up and move around every day, it's going to be easier every other day. No matter whether you're moving around is just a little bit or a lot. Your spiritual life is the same way. Don't wait until you, if I may use air quotes, have time to read your Bible. Don't wait until you have time to pray or talk to other Christian people or write out to God your thoughts and concerns and prayers. Don't wait. But now be ready. Keep oil in that lamp. Keep it burning, 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 right? If you know the song, great. You can keep that one in your mind. Our watchfulness. Have you ever heard Hurry Up and Wait? Yeah, we've all been there. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and get everything ready, and then you wait. It's kind of like what waiting for God to come back, what Jesus to come back is like. Except we're not just waiting. We're waiting and watching. Jesus will come back one day for you and for me. Now, whether it's going to be like the way Thessalonians describes it, and keep in mind that that Thessalonians description is not just about how it's all going to happen, but most importantly, that we should be encouraged. And we don't have to worry that those who have died before us are going to get left behind. in In that reading, the real point is to say that we are all going to go up to be with Jesus, whether someone died a day before Jesus comes back, a year or 2,000 years, or however many thousand years it will be. So he will one day come for you and for me, right? Right? We're expecting Jesus to come get us one day, whether it's at our death or at the end of the world. And when he does, we want to be ready. Now, I don't want to make it sound like God makes this one judgment on that last moment. That's not really how it works, because God's judgment is based on what Jesus has done. At the same time, he wants us always to be working towards being ready. We don't ever do it perfectly. We very rarely even do it well. Today, in the, just in the, the words we repeat so often, I love, I love repeating words because what I love about it is, what I don't like about it is it can become rote and you can say it without thinking about it. And I understand that that's a reality for some people. But for me, I can say that say, those same words again that I've said for years and suddenly hear something I did not hear before. We say uh, in, the, in the confession that we may perfectly love you. Never going to happen in this life, but we can sure try. We can have as perfect a love as we have a capable, we are capable. Perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Are we ever going to be able to magnify or praise God as God deserves completely? Of course not. That's okay. We are working towards that. We are watching. We are waiting. We're keeping our lamps ready, burning, giving ourselves the fuel we need every day so that we can be watching for Jesus when he comes for us and when he comes as friend neighbor or loved one in those moments that we least expect. That Jesus who has done it all for us. Amen.
This has been a Wayne Shout production. Wayne Shout.